Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. I'm thrilled to spend this time with you, no matter where you're listening, whether it's on your commute, on the way to work, or you are sitting in your office, um, working on your business streams, or even if you're driving around in the car with your kids asleep in the back. I've been there many times. So uh, I love seeing your pictures of where you are watching. Send me, send me your videos of like singing the opening jingle. Like send those things to me. I love seeing it. And I love hearing from you and your ahas. So today we are talking about sabotaging business behaviors that are keeping you stuck and stopping you from making more money. Now, you'll never get to a point where you're not sabotaging yourself at least some some way, right? I still do it myself. I have a multi-million dollar business. I still have to look out for those sabotaging behaviors because they will come up again and again and again. So you're never going to be perfect. Perfection isn't the goal at all. But uh, the reason why we talk about these sabotaging behaviors, though, is so you can recognize them, maybe put in a patent interrupter so you stop doing them, and also just to get really clear on the cost of these business behaviors for you. Okay, get very clear on what it's costing you to not deal with these behaviors. Now, if you're interested in continuing this conversation after this, like this is what I help people with I help people with their money sabotaging behaviors. Uh, I have books about this. So Get Rich Lucky Bitch is probably your first port of call if you haven't read that yet. It's uh, everywhere that books are sold. If you like supporting your local bookshop, you can ask them to uh, order it in for you especially. Otherwise, you can buy it online. And it also comes in Audible, read by myself if you like my voice, and also in Kindle version as well. So you can get that instant gratification. But if you know that you're sabotaging yourself, come and join us in Money Bootcamp. You know, that's my program. That's my that's my flagship course about helping you deal with sabotaging stuff so you can make more money. And so together we can all change the world with our money. But let's, uh, let's move on to what sabotaging behaviors I'm seeing a lot at the moment in the business world. And it hurts, right? Like, because I want to help everybody with these. And it, it's painful seeing people give up their business dreams or hold themselves back from making money because they cannot recognize these behaviors that they're doing again and again and they just uh, are unaware of them. Now, self-awareness is your biggest tool to making money. Awareness of your blocks, awareness of your behaviors, awareness of um, the mindset issues that you might have around making money. Because let's face it, business is pretty easy. Whatever you want to do and achieve right now, someone has written a book about it. Someone has created a course. Someone has created templates and systems that you can borrow and and hack. Uh, You can Google how to do anything in your business. But if you are not working on your mindset, if you're not dealing with these sabotaging behaviors, that's going to be the thing that's going to derail you. That's going to keep you stuck. That's going to keep you um, broke. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing I see a lot in the business world is creative people who get bored. They get bored with their business. They get bored with marketing. They get bored with consistency. They get super bored and they feel like that's a valid reason to just let things go in their business. Okay. They get bored before they get known for something. They get bored before something has proof of concept. They get bored and I don't know, just break shit, right? So here's the thing. People ask me if I get bored 
in my business and how I stay so consistent and stable. Here's the truth. I do get bored. I absolutely get bored, but I do not break my business. I acknowledge the boredom. I have other sabotaging behaviors beyond breaking my business. So for example, I can be a little bit of a, a an over shopper. So when I'm feeling stuck in my business, I am on Facebook Marketplace buying antique tables to renovate at my farm. So that might not be the healthiest sabotaging behavior and coping mechanism, but I don't break my business. So when I see people getting bored, what they do is they stop marketing, they stop offering their program, they uh, launch once and then they launch something else. Or what they do too, and there's a whole episode about this, by the way. So there's an episode, um, it's one of the very first ones. Let me just find it. I think it's episode 11, Are You Too Flaky to Be in Business? This is particularly important for people who are ideas people. And the mistake that they make is that they think everything has to be their business. So instead of staying an ideas person and finding ways to make that work, having a lot of variety, they go, oh, now I'm going to be a thing. And they start a whole business around that thing. And it's not enough to keep their interest. Okay. So it's totally okay to chop and change, but you've got to find a way that works for you. And a lot of people just get bored before things get good. Okay. So I have a lot of consistency in my business. I post on social media every single day. I send out a newsletter without fail. It used to be once a week. Now it's more like we send maybe three emails a week, which feels like a lot. Um, Every single month, I tell people about joining bootcamp in time for the next live call. I do my live calls for bootcamp every month. And then every day I'm in that group, you know, helping people um, with, with their stuff. Do I get bored? Absolutely. Sometimes I'm sick of my own voice uh, because I'm saying the same stuff again and again. Like my message hasn't changed very much. So how do I deal with that boredom? And how do I create consistency even when I get bored? So if I did things... Like I, I'm very conscious of my energy. I have ADHD. I have to be very conscious of that. I get tired easily. I don't have a lot of stamina, and I'm not sort of I'm not the sort of person who is necessarily creative every day. I'm a big procrastinator, but I have a lot of consistency. So how do I do that? Right? How do I post every day on social media? I use those one or two days a month where I'm really productive and creative. I create a whole bunch of stuff. And then I schedule it. I schedule it out. And you might go, oh, but that's so boring having consistency. And I go, that's cool. I acknowledge the fact that you think it's boring to send out something every week. I acknowledge the fact that you feel like you have to feel like it for it to be authentic. And all I can tell you on the other side of that is that I am very wealthy because of that consistency, not because I'm smart, not because I have amazing ideas. Those things are true. I am smart. I do have great ideas. But it's the consistency of my marketing that has allowed me to sell so many of my things, my products and services, and has allowed me to make over $20 million. And so it's your choice. If you want to do things when you feel like it, that's cool. I'm just saying that sometimes that means that there is massive gaps in your marketing. Sometimes there's not that consistency. So people don't remember what you do. Or you don't have the consistency of asking for the sale. So people just simply don't buy. And so I'm not shaming you around it. I'm just telling you the reality of what it's what that consistency has done for my business and how I've not let boredom and my energy be the excuse. I've just found systems to create that consistency. 
Okay. Um, and so then I see people breaking stuff because then they go, oh, I'm just going to like um, start my website from scratch because they're bored. And like, I don't love my website all the time either, right? As soon as a website is, is launched, you'll find mistakes in it. As soon as you launch a book, you'll find mistakes in it. As soon as you launch a course, you'll find mistakes in it. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. But don't break stuff instead of telling more people about what you do, okay? Don't get stuck and um, like get caught up in perfecting things instead of telling more people what you do and selling more of them. So I don't break my bootcamp ever because bootcamp for me, money bootcamp is the way I help people in the world. It's the way I can have the biggest transformation on my clients. It's a business model that really works for me. And so for me, all roads lead to bootcamp. And my number one rule for myself is don't break bootcamp. Bootcamp is my golden goose. Do not kill the golden goose. Would I love to create something new sometimes? Absolutely. But luckily, I'm not a complete finisher, so I never get around to creating anything else. And I distract myself by saying, great, why don't you do a podcast episode about that? Don't make it your business. Make a podcast episode about it. Write an article about it. Talk about it on Twitter. But don't break what works. Don't break what works. Okay, I've got some more sabotaging behaviors um, after this break. This is a juicy topic. Don't turn it off because I know I'm sounding a bit preachy, but honestly, this is for your own good and there's ways to reframe everything, okay, so you can make more money and have more fun doing it. Okay, I'll see you in a sec. Hey, gorgeous. Gio Romania, former HR manager, now voiceover artist and stay-at-home mom. I do HR courses on Udemy and I dream about affording the bootcamp. I constantly have ahas and struggle with my blocks. The witch won't? Got it. The need to work until I drop to deserve anything? Got it. My house chores should come first and then I deserve time for my business? Got it. My greatest aha was in Chilpreneur. Denise said her clients felt like failures if they didn't finish the course, which was too large. Huge aha. My first course is 7 hours long. Now I cut them in smaller bits of 30 minutes and record a congratulations message at the end so the clients feel great. Thanks a lot, Denise. Love, Gio. Hi, I'm Giselle Munoz, Relationship Coach for Women, and I live in Brisbane. I found Denise on YouTube, and watching her videos uh, helped me to change my perspective about rich people, about abundance, about money. And her mantra, it is my time, my time, and I am ready for the next step, helped me so much. My life has changed a lot only with that mantra, so I cannot wait to read the books and as well looking forward to participate in the bootcamp because that I'm going to give it to myself as my birthday gift. Thank you so much, um, Denise. I really appreciate all of what you are doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, welcome back. We are talking about sabotaging business sabotaging business behaviors that keep you stuck and stop you from making more money. So we talked about getting bored before things get good, um, breaking things that work, um, and really like letting letting your energy go with the flow. And as I said, if I did business when I felt like it, you would get 20 posts in one day and then you would get nothing for three weeks. And then I would go, oh my God, I'm behind. Oh no, people haven't heard from me for ages. Oh, it's going to be awkward. Um, and that's what I see people do all the time. So I use those short periods of creativity to batch things and then I schedule them and I've created systems to create consistency in my business. So if you struggle with that, if you never send out your newsletter, 
a really good investment could be getting a team member who makes it happen no matter what, who gives you that accountability to actually make it happen. For me, if I recorded a podcast when I felt like it, it wouldn't happen. So what I do is twice a year, I book time at a podcast studio. I have to show up. I've got the lovely Josh listening to me now in the other room and I have to show up and speak because I've I've paid for the time, right? That's the accountability I need to stop me um, sabotaging my business and sabotaging my marketing. Okay, so if you need some accountability there, um, don't rely on you doing it. Like it's just not going to happen. If you are procrastinating launching your book, you're never going to feel like it. Okay, so this is the next sabotaging behavior I want to um, talk about is believing in divine timing so much that you never actually do anything. Okay, this is a massive sabotaging behavior. And I think it's smart to look at dates and look at timing for sure and to look at your energy and to give yourself the best chance, right, of of uh, success. So Often I do look at dates like Mercury retrograde dates because sometimes I have launched during Mercury retrograde and things do seem to go wrong, like tech things do happen. Um, And there is even rules within that, right? So in Mercury retrograde, it's okay to rehearse things, to relaunch things that have already happened, to tweak things, um, to repeat things, right? So you can still launch, but it might not be something brand new where there's a lot of moving pieces, where there's a lot of tech things that could go wrong. So I, I'm all for that, right? But I see people rely on timing so much that they never, ever launch because they go, I don't feel ready. I don't look ready. My body's not ready. Um, my kids are young right now. I'm too young. I'm too old. It's not my time. Um, I'll wait until the global pandemic is over. How many of us use that excuse? And like, you know, throughout the, however long the pandemic is probably gone for still now. But like at the start of the pandemic, I just saw people go, oh, well, I'm just going to throw in my business. What's the point? And then I saw so many other businesses pivot and shift and, and thrive. You know, businesses that we never thought could be done over Zoom were done over Zoom. You know, like we adapted, but I saw people go, it's not the right time. It's not the right time. I um, I bought a cubby house during the first year of the pandemic. And I remember thinking, oh, it's not the right time. I'll buy it for, for Christmas. And finally, I thought, no, our kids would really love to use this now. And so I went to see the local um, company that custom makes cubby houses because, of course, it's a really beautiful cubby house. And it was September. And I said, oh, I want to buy a cubby house. And he goes, oh, might be able to get it for you for Christmas. And I went, what? It's September. And he goes, I've never been busier. And I'm like, it's a pandemic. And he goes, yeah, because people are at home and they go, I need to do, you know, I need to do that carport. I need to do the shed. I need something for all my hobbies. And what I realized around that is how many businesses use the pandemic as an excuse of timing. And then other businesses went, there's never been a better time for me to offer this. And that meant that you had to pivot and shift. And I spoke to a graphic designer about this. So she lost a lot of work at the start of the pandemic because a lot of entrepreneurs were going, wow, I thought I needed a new website, but you know what? My website's fine at the moment. I don't want to spend that money. And I said to her, there are businesses out there who have never been busier. And I said, my shed guy does not have a mobile responsive website. 
He has not got an inquiry form. (laughs) He does not have a newsletter. His photos are terrible. He does not have a social media presence. And so I said, look, yes, some of your clients are not doing well at the moment, but think of all the other businesses who now they need it. Now they need you more than ever and they need that website presence. So timing, um, it's like it's not the right time, but I'm going to do it anyway. Today is my lucky day. Today is my lucky day and I'm going to find the timing that is right for me right now. And it's never been a better time for me to make money. Okay, so timing, timing, timing. Um, it's the time is now. And this is why I always say that affirmation. It's my time and I'm ready for the next step. It's my time and I'm ready for the next step. Um, it's my time now and I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait until I feel ready. I'm not going to wait till I'm older. I'm not going to wait till I'm thinner. I'm not going to wait until... I get all the go signals. I'm just going to move forward anyway and I'm going to find a way. I'm going to kick down the windows if I if the doors are closed. Okay, so the last sabotaging behavior that I see um, is really interesting, fascinating, and I hope I don't piss anyone off here, but I see trends happening a lot in the online world where it's like um, the anti-everything. Like, oh, marketing sucks, funnels suck, blueprints suck, um, emails suck, emails dead, and all these people declare things dead. And it just goes in waves, right? And the funny thing is about that is that anti-marketing is still marketing. It's just a different message. You know, like the underdog story is a very powerful marketing story. The reluctant hero story is a very powerful archetypal marketing story. And so don't buy into this thing of... Um, of rebellion for the sake of rebellion, you know, and it's totally okay for you to like buy a system and then make it your own. You don't have to start everything from scratch to be super rebellious, you know, and to be unique. It's totally okay for you to buy like a coaching, um, like how to launch a program course and then do it your own way. But don't expend all your energy on reinventing the wheel on things that don't need to be reinvented. You know, it's totally okay for you to use evergreen, smart systems that have been around for a long time because they work. You know, they it does work to tell people about what you do. It does work to send out emails. It does work to post on social media. That doesn't mean you have to do all the things. It doesn't mean you have to do it in the same way everyone else does. Like when TikTok came out, I was like, I had massive FOMO about TikTok. And then I saw the backlash of people going, ah, TikTok doesn't work. And it's like, everything works. Everything works. But it it might not be right for you and that's okay. Doesn't mean it doesn't work. It might not be um, something you want to expend energy on. Doesn't mean that social media doesn't work. Um, and so have discernment about ro- what rules are worth throwing out and what is just rebelling for rebelliousness sake, because you can reframe that to be, this is a smart hack. This is a smart hack to buy templates. It's a smart smart hack to buy tools that are going to help me. It's a smart hack to buy a course on how to do the thing and then make it my own and expend all your energy on what what's going to make it different and what's going to make it creative. And my final message on that, I think, is that people go, I, I don't want to do marketing. I don't want to do a launch. I don't want to do the thing. I'm just going to manifest the clients. I'll just manifest them. 
And manifesting means make real. That's all it means. Manifest to manifest something means to make it appear, to make it real, to make it real in the real world. And guess what? Marketing is manifesting clients. That's how you tell people about what you do. That's how you manifest clients in the real world. That's how you manifest money. You don't have to win stuff all the time. You can make money from telling people about what you do, give them the thing, receive the money and make money that way. So um, I would love to hear your ahas around this. If you disagree with stuff on this or if you see some of these sabotaging behaviors in yourself, I um, yeah, it's safe for you to make money. It's safe for you to look at your sabotages. It's safe for you to learn and grow and it's safe for you to stop doing those things. And of course, I'm here to help. If you come and join my money boot camp, that's exactly what we do. Now, I have got one more final thought for you, though, to finish off today. And I will see you right after this very short break. Hey there, everyone. My name is Kylie Ross, and I'm a creative entrepreneur based in Brisbane, teaching you how to use and be tech confident in your business with all the tech tools necessary. I joined Money Bootcamp in 2019 because I was just stuck on making a living from my business and had been stuck for a few years. I discovered how many money blocks I was dealing with, and it took a while for me to work through them after realizing there are no shortcuts on the process. So I put in the work and then started to see results. The Money Bootcamp community have always been there with supportive advice and experience and I'm now charging my worth to clients, no longer apologetic for it and now I know I'm worthy of upgrades. I always recommend Denise and Money Bootcamp and love the fact my 10-year-old son follows my example of tapping, manifestation and positive affirmations as he too is experiencing the benefits. He is now set up for a good money story during his life. I thank Denise and all the Lucky Bees daily. I'm so grateful I found this group. Hi, and welcome back, and thanks for sticking with me to the end. Um, Brownie points for you, extra gold stars for you. My final thought for today is about um, being ethical and having money. And some people uh, are very adamant that those two things can never coexist. It's like eat the rich, all billionaires are bad, and no, it's super unethical to have more than you need. And here's the problem with that. Like, I mean, yes, I agree with so much of that. You know, I'm I'm a... like I'm left leaning, obviously, but the only people who take that to heart are people who could actually do really good things with their money <laughs> because the people who are like screwing things up for the rest of us and not paying taxes and wrecking the environment, they're not taking any of that message to heart at all and they do not give an F. So for you, what ethics do you feel like you're going to have to give up to make more money? And that's a really interesting discussion for you. You might think, uh, you might just deep down just think, nope, I just can't do it. You know, and there's some extra, extra exploration for that for you about how you can use money in better ways. What problems would you like to solve in the world with your money? And you don't have to solve all the problems of the world, but what would really benefit from you having extra time, extra energy, extra resources and extra cash to throw at solving a problem? And a lot of the problems in our world, world that have been solved before, it's a lot of money has gone into it. Money that funds studies, money that lobbies people, money that helps change laws. And unfortunately, yeah, money does change a lot of things in, in our society. And often it's for the bad, not for the good. So just see what ethics you feel like you have to give up to make more money and allow yourself to reconcile that. And it could be an affirmation like it's, it's safe for me to be ethical and rich. It's safe for me to have the highest ethics. It's safe for me to be a wealthy, ethical person. 
and just see and play around where the edges of that still feel uncomfortable for you. And it's not it's not so easy. It's not so black and white. I totally understand where those feelings might be coming up and they're very it's very understandable. I want to hear your ahas around this though. So send me a message, um, start a conversation on your social media accounts and we can have a chat and see where those, uh, like, you know, see where we can reconcile that a little bit and see where we can use our money as tools, as a tool for good in the world and share those examples. All right, have an amazing week and I will see you next week on Chill and Prosper. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.